Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 397 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today, always, on occasion, by none other than the pride of Easton, Pennsylvania, Mr. 610 himself. He's winking, but he's not on camera, so you can't see the winks. But you would love the winks if you saw him. He's still winking. Apparently, he's now a wink guy. His name's Willie Saylor. Willie, explain the winks. I don't know. I just wanted to do something. Recognize the people, you know? Here I am. Here there I am. he is. It was, really, it was really Morse code. If you can... I wasn't on camera, but it was Morse code. It was Lincoln Morse code for Apology Pillow. Apology Pillow. (laughs) To my left, Mr. Apology Pillow himself. Actually, he's not Mr. Apology Pillow because what was lost in Nomad's Apology Pillow story where he ordered a mattress from Casper and they messed it up and they felt so bad they were going to send him an Apology Pillow, he did not accept the Apology Pillow. Yeah, vigorously denied it. He vigorously denied it, which... (laughs) <laughs> okay, you're you're. This is where Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. is far too principled because this was probably a really nice pillow. I would venture to guess it's probably nicer than any pillow you've ever purchased in your life, and you could have had it. And who knows what great rest you could have? You have issues with your sleep. Acknowledged. This could have helped you, but you thumbed your nose at a gift. Just take their apology pillow. You don't have to buy a mattress from them. Wait, can we get some clarification on? Let's clarify. Apology- Apology pillow is not a thing, right? Please tell me it's not a thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what you, you mean just, by not you a just... thing. Like, you can call anything. A, this could be an apology helmet. This could be an okay. apology when computer. They, when they tried to give it to you, did they call it an apology yeah, pillow? Yeah, that was literally the <laughs> words used, apology pillow. Okay, so 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 they so they consider it a thing. It is a thing to them. If they have a bad order, if they have bad customer service, if they have bad shipping, they apology pillow is a thing, I guess. Yes. It's a thing, but not for Nomad, it's not. No. Nomad does not have that thing. Show of hands, who would have accepted the apology pillow? Wow, unanimous, except for the Nomad. Wow. Wow. To my right, the prodigal son has returned. He sold his birthright. He wasted it all on women and livestock and partying, but he's returned. He has come back. Stephen Kyle Brackey, he was actually fired as a defensive backs coach at Townsend <laughs> University, and he's, we had a position waiting for him. Welcome back, Steve. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we had a hell of a run. Um, a few days, uh, I was a defensive backs coach, but they let me go. Wow. Yeah, I was giving up a <laughs> Were lot you just of passing doing, yards. Just only corner blitzes <laughs> yes, every time. Yes. 
Bracky, don't you think we should change it up from the corner blitz every time? It's like, nah, man. I'm trying to get turnovers here. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to turn the ball over. Get that turnover chain going. I like the aggressive mentality. I do, too. Not enough corner blitzes. So, the band is back together. How long? Until you guys leave on September 11th for World, right? That That is that is the date. So, 20, 26, 27 days here. Oh, oh man. Look at it. So, wow. so we're going to have a we're gonna have a nice couple-week run in the lead-up to Worlds before you guys leave us. So that's going to be good. Uh, a lot to get into Worlds related. But let's start first with Junior Worlds, where we had two great champions uh, of Junior World Sport, David Carr and Mason Paris, which I did not expect. And not only that, Mason Paris annihilated everyone in his path. No one, no one... Gave him a match. He just annihilated. He dumped him in the files and pinned him. He was gutting people. Single leg, single leg, single leg. And that guy that he beat in the finals was the Iranian that beat Kirkfleet in last year's cadet finals. You're playing. I swear. Whoa. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm even very more impressive. I'm very impressed. And I think the thing with Mason all along was he's he's a he's a football player. He's kind of a multi-sport athlete. He never had the full wrestling focus. And, you know, they wrestled him right away. You know, he beat Desi, and they're like, okay, we got to wrestle this dude. So, but you could still see he's super raw. And now, very focused, and, man, quite a, quite a performance by him. And the track record of heavyweight junior world champions in our country, the list is not long, right? Jun- Adam Kuhn did not win. So we got Gable, <clears throat> yeah, Dom... Bradley. Yeah, Dom went back in like 07. So yeah, we're going we're going back to, you know, the Clinton administration almost. Um who else? I mean, yeah, cause because Butler was a medalist but didn't win. Wood was a medalist but didn't win. Gable won. Yeah. It's so very short. It's very it short hasn't list. happened many times. And we've had some good heavyweights. So I you know, you have to feel good. I mean, you never really know like how great but man, he beat Kirkfleet. That's uh that is definitely notable. Uh and then, you know, good on Mason because, I don't know, at the time I'm sure there are some people like this theoretically isn't our best guy in terms of, right, Gable was up at seniors. Oh, yeah, Kirkley Kirkley was at U23s, and Cass, I mean, Cassiope, last time they wrestled, beat him, right? So yeah. he was like kind of third or fourth on the depth chart, you know, on, on paper. But he's like, I don't care. I'm still going to go win the thing. So good job on Mason. Even more evidence to what we've been saying, Willie, about heavy this heavyweight era we're we're going to be entering, and now just had you know it was Kirkfleet and Gable and Schultz and uh, Cassiope, Mason, Paris. I mean, it's it's going to be awesome. We still have you know Kassar still around, Stevenson. So it's it's a pretty well, awesome time. Two things. Um, I think number one, when I did the uh, senior big board. The last iteration of that, I had a blurb at the top. Uh, one of the notes was kind of that the 285s and the and the 220s that are in high school now, I really kind of mitigated their I, – I marginalized their ranking. I didn't have – I don't have the, the – the heavyweight prospects right now, I don't have very high at all. And mm-hmm. – and I, I thought that people might notice that, like, oh, look, the top the top heavyweight prospects are way down the list. And I made a note that, like, um, the reason for that is because 
of how good and young the heavyweight pool is in NCAAs right now. You know, you look at Mason Paris, who was around a 16 guy. Yeah. Mason Paris is around a 16 guy, right? So uh, what do we expect, like, Hunter Cat could it be? Um, going to be I tough. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Uh, you know, Mason Paris wins a, a wins a world title, and you know Cassiope's there. You know Cassiope won the Open. Um, was Mason at the Open? Uh, was Mason at the Open? I don't remember off the top. Yeah, yeah pulled up yeah. quickly. I'm sure he probably was. Um, so okay, so that was awesome. David Carr won. That was awesome. Four four. Um, he he likes to. He likes to win, and he doesn't. I mean, he oh, did have a 10 0 tack, but. Mason wasn't at the open. He was not? No, no Mason at the open. Well, uh, hold on. One last point, though. I had another point about Mason is that I think it's the trajectory that we kind of thought. Um, in that he wrestled a lot in high school, you know. Uh, but he was a two-sport athlete, and we thought that his arc could go up because now he's going to be in a Division One room with Adam Kuhn and Sean Bormet and staff and with a great RTC. Um, and when he gets his real wrestling legs under him and he had a training camp, right, um, he could, as good as he was, and he was in the conversation for one, two, three, in the country behind some all-timers uh, or with some all-timers, we thought, man, the sky's the limit for this guy. And I think we're seeing that, right? Yeah, exactly right. I remember being at Big Tens this year and just watching him wrestle, and you're like, man, he is still figuring this out. Yep. Just like pretty simple like scramble positions, but when you're not in them a lot, which he definitely wasn't in high school, yeah, uh, you're not going to have feels for that, so... I think he pinned everyone his senior year of high school. Yeah, he, he did. He pinned all the people. Not a lot of not a lot of far ankle scrambles uh, for Mason Paris. Total beast. Uh, crazy upside. Uh, I'm excited to watch him next year. Now, someone asked the FRL question, but this kind of more seamlessly uh, moves into it. Does, does Michigan just go mega redshirt year a la Penn State? I mean, Mason Paris, you're a junior world champ. Do you just go for it and Make a run at the... He is qualified for Olympic trials. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Give it a shot, Go maybe. For, I mean, if, if Michic is and the, uh, Miles Amin, uh, you know, I think you maybe maybe consider it. I don't think they have a... Uh, I don't, they don't really have a great backup. But if you're redshirting everyone, it's okay. You're not going to maybe make a team push this year, but... I don't know. I, I'm sure they'll they'll probably consider it for him. And he has a regular redshirt available as well, even though mm -hmm. he would qualify for it. Massa placed at the Open, which means he qualifies for Olympic redshirt. Okay. So the, Massa could as well. So the pieces are in place where they could. I mean, Mason could just do a regular redshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or. Yeah. So yeah. pieces are in place for them I'd to, use to, to do that. I would, too, because – yeah, at the same time, I was like, I don't want to not be in school. But then again, you would it would be nice to um, just be able to go and train and focus on only that. So it, it's you know they have a they have some decisions to make in Ann Arbor as everyone's making decisions now. And Makai Lewis, it's announced he's going to be taking a, an Olympic red shirt. So more and more talent, not 
uh, going to be back in the fold next year. I said this helps Iowa. It certainly helps Penn State too because he beat Chenzo. But I think if you look at the the team race is going to be Iowa Penn State and Marinelli is two and zero against Vincenzo Joseph. Um, you have to feel like one of the biggest obstacles in Marinelli's way was Makai Lewis, right? And now he's out of the mix. And the other guy, the Marinelli's other loss was Chance at um, at NCAs. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so he is now gone. So the two guys that beat Marinelli at NCAs are no more. They will not be in the mix. And he has previously lost to Wick. He has, but he has since won like the last three or four times. So you feel like he's somewhat figured out that that. But yeah, you you don't rule that wick. You don't rule. But just sixty five, just in there. Marinelli's not gonna get seventh again, right? He's not gonna get sixth. Now, here's the other thing. McFadden's coming down. Yes, right. <sighs> McFadden did splatle. <laughs> he uh, did. It was was it a quick pin call? Absolutely. Absolutely. But did it? I mean, he still got splatled, and he would have given up near fall, and he would have been, I think, losing at the time. Regardless, I think he might have given up a takedown. So Mc, Dave McFadden, um, also much better at sixty-five than he was at seventy-four. Yeah, he's not a he's not a seventy-four. He's um, he was tall sixty-five. He's he's like just I think a good size sixty-five pounder. Three-one uh, loss to Chinzo at NCAA's five-three to Marsteller. So he's right there with all the really good guys at sixty-five. Whereas at seventy-four, he. Was clearly kind of like the you knew he wasn't going to be right. in the mix with Zahid and Hall and uh, the other. So I think I think it's good for McFadden his senior year be at the weight where he's going to be most most productive. Uh, so that's interesting. I don't know if we want to completely leave Junior Worlds because we should probably put a bow on that. David Carr, Junior World Champion as well. Um, as I mentioned, sometimes he doesn't mind winning super super close and <laughs> making everyone really really nervous, but that's okay. You're still the freaking champion well for the first on the first day i mean he beat russia iran and azerbaijan to make the finals yes. which in terms of a junior world's draw is among maybe the hardest that i've seen at least for an american so i think that probably played into a little bit but although he did he messed up that uh guy from azerbaijan laced him up quickly right right so that's good. Trent Heidley brings home bronze. No, Lucas hold Dan- on. Okay. Car's going 57? Yes, I do believe so. Okay. Interesting. He Maybe maybe go 65. I don't know. I, I would not. I always thought of him have, as a 65 in college. I thought he had that frame. Well, we, you know, we talked about it Tuesday. For sure, I think we'll, he'll not be a career 57. Yeah. But I think for this year, the plan's 50, 57, and then eventually he'll be a nice-sized 65, but I, I think if he can be functional at 57, I think that's the way to go. I don't think you jump in there with Marinelli and Chinzo and, you know, he's a potential title contender, I think, down at 57. Maybe he would be at 65 as well. But then again, they have Chase Straw, who I know they like a lot. Maybe they say, you know, hey, we could go Straw and Carr at 57-65. I don't know who will be their 65 if not uh, – if, if David is yeah. 57. I guess the question for them is do they think – because right on paper, as as we just talked about those guys at 65, it seems like Carr would have a harder time winning the title. So can he beat Hydley? Can he beat Caleb Young? Can he beat Ryan Deacon? Because those are the yeah, guys he's going to have to get through. Those are pretty tough guys. Um, but, yeah, I think he's well, he's that caliber I wonder guy. What, I think Hydley is the, the toughest one. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder what you can take away from it. I mean, he, he teched the returning junior world champ, right? I mean, made it look easy. Um, and I wonder what you can take away from it that he wrestled 74. I mean, he's, he wrestled 163 in the summer and, you know, not 157, which is only one kilo away from from 70. So maybe he is bigger. I thought he looked bigger than I remembered, but um, um, my thought is still that he's going to be going uh, 57. So we'll see on that. Can, can I move on from David Carr? Yeah. Okay. Permission. Thank you. Trent Heidley bronze, Gabe Tag bronze, <clears throat> Lucas Davison silver, close, tight. He was winning late, but the <laughs> rush was so tired. But it's something we've always said with these guys. Does not matter. They have... They always have something. They they're not, they often have something. They have that attack. They have a way to score. And this Russian had it twice, actually. That's he needed to score. He got a takedown. Okay? Then he's like, he's dying. He gives up a step out. He gives up a caution in one. He has to score again. And he's like, fine, I'll get another takedown. And he gets another takedown, and, and we lose. Uh, but, you know, Davison, I think his ceiling's really high. I think he's interesting at, at 197 next year for sure. Yeah, and another junior world finalist for Northwestern. Right? They so they're doing it. They and, are developing. And then Yaya didn't medal, but getting on the team, right? That well, that's going to be a huge him impact. Him getting on for the him. team is insane. When you yeah. look at the guys he had that were in that bracket, um, so that that very could. Impressive. I mean, you look at you know we've had guys. I don't know if he's going to make this type of jump, but you know. Colin Moore, right? He he mm-hmm. talked about the, the the huge impact that had on him when he was able to make the team. Um, so who knows, right? Maybe Yayak, we could see a a, a big jump. I, I feel like he had was it weight issues last year? Because didn't he bump between forty one and forty nine, or was that just for the team? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think there was some weight he issues. Was, he, he definitely moved around. Yeah. So yeah. if he's got that stuff figured out and gets, you know, has this experience, I mean, he could be he could be one to to watch as far as making a big jump this year. He wasn't entirely comfortable at forty one. Yeah, at some so. point. Um, and and forty nine is young, right? Or like, mm-hmm. not not young, but it's it's not you know, there's not a Zane there right now. No, it's young. I would say definitively young. I mean, Austin O'Connor's be number one preseason. He's a sophomore. Yep. Kalazic's redshirting or whatever shirting, he's going to be yeah. – uh, And then Sasso will be a redshirt freshman. Brayton Lee will be a redshirt freshman. Andrew Lears will be a true freshman. Brayton, Brayton going 49. That's what it sounds like. Man, he'll be all kinds of big. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, for, 49 is going to be a really fun, really fun wait next year. Curious what Oklahoma State does if, if uh, oh, yeah. G's back there. <laughs> then they'll have Lugo. And then what's what's Iowa's lineup? You know, how's Iowa going? Are they going to roll out Teasdale this year and maybe bump up to Santo? That would be interesting. Uh, Could see a lot of then, interesting lineups with all these Olympic red shirts too. It's, it's going to be like a completely like every year is like these subtle little things. This could be like a complete whitewashing new year, mm-hmm. new team composition, new weight composition. It's going to be extremely exciting. I know there's a lot of talent that's not going to be in there, but. It's going to be 2020 is going to be a very fun year in uh, NCAA wrestling. I, c- I can't wait for it. This could be the greatest year in wrestling history. 
We're gonna, you can't rule it out yet. 2020, I th- I'm feeling it. It's going to be a riveting team race. We're going to have all-time matchups for the NCAA title. It's all and Through the backdrop of it all, there's going to be all this Olympic stuff happening. We're going to have the U.S. Open in December. And then trials are going to be right after NCAAs. Even, NCAAs are going to be in the freaking football stadium. Even Bill Farrell in November, there's probably going to be a lot of college guys. Because yeah. that's the first Olympic qualifier. It's still early in the year. Are you going to enter? Yeah. Nomad 2020. And if you don't make it, at least you've got the apology pillow. Yeah. Nomad, can you take off your hat? No. No. What, what happened to <laughs> you his take hair? off your hat. Good point. Point counterpoint. My, my, it, it got stolen by a gorilla. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what made you do it? I love he it. He looks handsome. He goes to a speakeasy for his haircut because, of course, he does. What's oh, it yeah. called? Cool guy cuts? <laughs> no. It's called Good Life Barbershop. And the, it, it's – so there's like a – you know, brick wall, right? You're walking down the street, and then there's a kind of like a gated fence that looks like you're entering, you know, like like an electrical room or something. Like, it kind of looks like you shouldn't be there. And then you go downstairs, <laughs> which and is then... what drew Nomad to the place <laughs> yeah. in the first place. Yeah. He's like, I probably shouldn't go here. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys cut hair, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and then you go downstairs, and, you know, get beer and stuff. So I don't usually drink with them there. Actually, I've never gotten one there, but oh. you can. That's so. surprising because you're a big lunch beer guy. I'm a big lunch beer guy. I'm, I'm a big proponent of the lunch beer. I think more people should have lunch <laughs> beers. We'll just go to like this local chicken sandwich place on a Tuesday afternoon and Nomad is just pounding a tall boy. Yeah. And then just comes back to the office, writes articles. Yeah. You wouldn't even know the difference. Because, <laughs> you know, no, Nomad's different anyways. Okay. So we did that. So that was Worlds. Now... Now where to? Well, why don't we talk a little bit about this thing going on Saturday called – wow, he's got a picture of the Good Life Barbershop. You see what I mean? It doesn't look like you shouldn't go down. Like yeah, You yeah. should not go there. Yeah. You should not go there, but that's why – that is why you went there. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. No, that is worth the interruption. Saturday, Alex Derringer versus Kyle Dake in Round Rock, Texas. We get to sleep in our own beds on a coverage. We get to sleep in our own beds, wake up. You know what? Have a nice coffee. Maybe some Round Rock uh, donuts. That needs oh, to happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, so good. So good. Um, well, that's that's right in my hood. That's right next to my church. So we'll go there. Oh, yeah. You you could. Mike said he's going to jog there. He said that's going to be his morning workout. It's just to that would go take, to Round Rock. That would probably take him an hour. But, okay. um, yeah, he could do it. So Alex Dake versus Kyle. Alex Dake. <laughs> Versus Kyle Daringer, hybrid match. <laughs> Kyle Dake versus Alex Daringer is going down Saturday, and we got to get into it. We got to put our predictions on wax. Mm-hmm. I was doing a little homework, rewatching the matches, and you know, am I gonna go first? Yes, I will. Because here's where I'm at. Might guys. as well. I I was watching, and my memory of the last time these two hit was Alex Daringer. Should have won this match. The call I did not agree with. I thought a different situation and he would have won. And then I rewatched it today. And I feel as though the end exchange, the two and two that was originally two for Dake, but maybe should have just been a straight two for Daringer. Very controversial. Not that dissimilar from the Yanni Zane situation. But... If, if you back up the match and you watch it again, there are a couple exchanges that I thought definitely went Daringer's way that maybe mm-hmm. shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. 
Danger ends up on his post attack. He's kind of driving him out of bounds. They kind of stop both feet out of bounds for Dake. And then they stop, and then he kind of lifts and plants him down for two. So they went continuation takedown, which I normally like. But in this instance, I was like, that kind of should have been one, huh? He didn't really start the action until they were, like, already out. The finish. Right, you're saying the full stop motion, then lift. Yeah. Yeah. It was not super fluid, like he was running his feet through the double. So I was like, that kind of should have been one for one, not two, which would have changed the match completely. Sure. Then Dake gets in on on, uh, his inside reach single to Daringer's right, and it kind of looked like he should have had two on the edge, but they only gave one. So I'm like, well, hold on. I don't remember this at all. All I remember is the two and two exchange that maybe should have been called a little bit differently. And so I am left with the impression, one, that, okay, um, yeah, maybe Daringer could have won. And yes, I do think this is a really close matchup and they are really good. But here's the scenario <laughs> that is in my mind and, and why I have changed my mind. Because I'm not going to do the Zahid Valencia thing where I watch a thing and then I forget about the, the actual thing. I'm not going to do that again. I made I made the Zahid Mark promise at World Team Trials. I'm, it's never going to happen again. I'll always pick Zahid now. And here's the thing with Kyle Dake. Is this match late going to be in the margins? The answer is yes. I believe the answer to that question is yes. Can you... in as a, as a competent American, <laughs> say, this match is within the margins late, and I'm not going to pick Kyle Dake. I cannot do that. I can't do it. I thought I was. I kind of did. But now it's go time, and I'm saying it. Kyle Dake's going to win. It may be three matches, but I think Kyle Dake's going to win. That's where I'm at, too. And I think... <clears throat> I, I don't know how you watch Kyle Dake win as much as he's had and not um and not give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I don't I kind of feel like Ringer can win and all things all thing else be everything else being equal in the sense that Ringer is amazing and one or two in the world and his offense is developing and I hear he has some new wrinkles in his offense that he's been developing. Um, and all things else being equal ringer with Dake being injured and ringers, the guy ringer can beat him ringer will win, but watching Dake's career and how he has won. Um, I don't know how you go against that history. It's tough. It's tough. I spent uh, about four or five paragraphs of the article I wrote yesterday being like, look, I know this is this is dumb. We've done this before, the margin of victory and the common opponents, and, you know, Dake didn't look great in Spain and all this. So I, I know, and I know the history I'm up against, uh, basically aside from Burroughs, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of people who have beaten Dake domestically, and those that have beaten him, he has since avenged many times over him. But I can't get over, I don't know, I can't get over the lack of mat time and just the, like at some point, um, I don't know, a, a, a guy reaches a certain level where you're just like, okay, this is this is where he's at now. And I think Ringer has finally reached that level. It does not make me feel comfortable. 
I'm at like 50.1 to 49.9. Wow. You know, but I'm going Ringer. So it's like Dake wins the popular vote, but Ringer's going to win the Electoral College. Yeah, That's there you where go. It's one of those situations. There you go. Okay. So, wait. You, right before Final X, almost picked Ringer, or did at one I point, think it, right? No, I just said that. Yeah. I just said I did yeah, yeah. No, he, pick it. He changed, yeah. which he's allowed this to. A, no, I know. I didn't say anything. I'm just making sure that at one point you did that. I definitely did. I definitely did. I feel... I thought... I thought either you or Willie would go Deeringer for sure. Yeah. Um, I Nomad brought it up, and you did too, but everyone picks against Kyle Dake at all times. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. It has, I remember being – I was at OU when the whole Dake-Taylor thing was going on, and, of course, all the Ohio guys wanted Taylor to win, and I was always Team Dake. Yeah. And uh, I just – I can't see him losing. I just – it's fair. I don't. I, I don't know how the match is going to look. I don't know how Kyle Dake's going to look. But he always finds, unless it's Jordan Burroughs, and yeah. even still, then sometimes he, he finds a way him. to win. Yeah. Uh, I just. I don't see it happening. Yeah. So we're three to one, Dake so, Ringer. <clears throat> three to one, Dake Ringer. How do we all feel about it looking? I, I know there's there's probably, a lo- like you guys have already alluded to, like I'm not sure how it's going to look. I, I think it's good. I don't know. It's it's difficult to set expectations, and then, but I want to talk about it. I I, I think it's going to be low. I low that scoring. wouldn't surprise me. I think I think if Ringer wins, it's got a it's going to be a steamroll type of thing where he's he's not going to win a I don't know a chess match against Dake is what he wants. I think he's just got to be that force of nature. Choose through Zahid Valencia. Choose through all these guys. No competition. Just like mowing them down. I think that's what it'll look. If Ringer wins, I think it'll look like, holy cow. I think I think he smashes them. There was a, the match that he had at the Dogu in semis against Iran. Right. So that guy's uh, Asian champ. Probably gonna, probably gonna be a medalist this year. And it kind of made me feel good. Uh, because he didn't give up any points this match, and, and it was kind of a, a closer match, and it's kind of going to be a, a similar situation to what he's going to have against Dake. I think Dake beats that Iranian too, and I don't think the Iranian's on Dake's level, but I'm saying that's, that's a good, a much better simulation than what we've kind of seen where he's just pounding people. Yeah. Um, so w- what I've liked about Deeringer this year is, is he's very stingy to score on, and... Um, I don't know if he's going to necessarily score off this, but you know how he's been doing um, where he's kind of been catching the elbow and, and kind of pseudo-pancaking people, yeah. right, and getting – I mean, they're kind of cheap twos, whatever. Um, I don't necessarily know if he's going to score off that, but I I feel like Deeringer is one of those few guys who can actually <clears throat> match Dake strength for strength or at oh, least yeah. is close enough to where it's you know negligible. And I think he can get Dake out of position there. Um, and, and might be able to take advantage of some stuff there. And then obviously, you know, Mike's broken it down a hundred times, but when Dake goes in his six-shooter position, right, and keeps those elbows back, at some point if that elbow slips forward, that's going to be his opportunity. And, that I mean, that's going to be the match right there. Yeah. So when they, when they have to bring in Rob Cole to slow down Kyle Dake, <laughs> I think that's when you know – it's getting it's crunch time and Dake's back because Gabe <laughs> Dayton couldn't slow him down. Probably Jeremy Sweeney tried. They all tried. Ben Honus Green Ellis. Did Yanni? They, they literally sent Ben Honus Green Ellis to Syracuse football because they couldn't slow down 
Kyle Dake. Then Rob's like, step aside, youngsters. Let me show you. And that didn't even work. So now I'm thinking, now that I know he's beaten Coach Cole, I think he's probably going to win the spot. But we won't know till Saturday, 1 p.m. Central. It's, it's going to be great. And we got some we got some big plans. One, there's going to be maybe, definitely, possibly, I'm not going to commit to announcing who's number one details um, until the ink is dry. The ink is still in the pen, so can't say anything. But hopefully on Saturday, between matches, we'll give you the date, the location, and one other nugget that I know you're really, really, really going to be excited about. Okay. Um on on the live stream, Bader and I, we'll we'll give that to you. Then we've got because there's like a 20 minute break and there's no wrestling going on. We got all this. We got some great content um, uh, that Bader's putting together for you guys. Some some of our best stuff. So I think you're gonna like that. Maybe uh, maybe some Metcalf action. Maybe a little Metcalf teaser. I'm not gonna Ooh. commit to anything, but uh, yeah, I'm committing to nothing. We could just do a blank black slate, but I am committing to effort. Okay, that's all I can give you. So it's going to be a great, great show Saturday. This is really random and off topic, but did you guys know that CJ Lafragola is playing football too at Sacred Heart? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yes. Good That's happening. Him. Okay. You you brought up the Ben Honus Green Ellis of Syracuse, and I just remembered I saw <laughs> this, and I didn't know if anybody knew. Wow. Okay. CJ Lafragola. Bit of a curveball there. That yeah. is a curveball, but I love it. Can, I, can we re- – I've said it. We've said it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I want to reiterate it once again. Because this will probably maybe be a more listened to show, and it's the most recent one, guys. This this match on Saturday, this is for the world championship. The winner of this match will be the world champion. Yeah, we're not saying I, that enough. I I feel so very confident that no matter who wins, will be the right guy for Team USA. Meaning we will get the world champion here, because Ringer has annihilated everyone that's in that tier. And Dake uh, shut everybody out last year. So, and, and if he if he beats Ringer, then he's obviously still you know then he's that same guy that we we always thought he was. Um, so crown him. Yeah, but, love it, <laughs> love it. Crown, crown, and crown him. So I just want everyone to know the winner of this match. That's the article you need to write. Yeah, I can do it. He'll do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Screw it. I got it. I'll write it. I'll nice. take him out for a lunch beer today. Take him out for I a wrote, lunch beer. Man, we'll get him bring going. the laptop. I wrote the I wrote that Dake timeline thing last night. I kind of I, I guess I forgot how much went into this past ten months or so. Right? With I mean, the baby. Yeah, I put I put the baby in. I thought that was important. <laughs> I think it's important. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's uh, gonna find out how important it is. Yeah, you're coming down the home stretch. Here. I know. How's she doing? Good. I had another appointment yesterday. Everything's going good. Willie also said you're a terrible human being on this <laughs> show. He, he, went, he, he went said nuclear that. Tuesday. I know. I heard. He probably doesn't think I was listening. Joke's on you because I was screaming. I, dude, I know. I do know. Uh, afterwards, I knew you were listening. <laughs> uh, every every once in a while, I don't pay attention to what they say on on Facebook, but I thought last show was a really fun show. I thought it was like one of the better more entertaining shows in a while and uh so i went to facebook and watched the i I looked at the comments and i could then i knew that you were listening because you were fire on facebook i was on a roll (laughs) hashtag fat face cp he he you yourself admitting yourself 
My favorite was the RTCs are this nation's backbone that I think. I, yes. I almost wanted to say I thought it was Filipino tilt-a-whirl yeah. operators, but it, I never really got the chance to say it. Oh, I'm sorry, Nomad. What? You no. were saying his his year was chock full, and I went baby, then I went bracky. No, Filipinos. Just, now back to you. Yeah, I, I just like going going through and, and looking. at everything. Is is Livy going to be there on Saturday? She will be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Maybe she can be the halftime entertainment. I don't know. I, because <laughs> I don't know what she'll do. <laughs> I don't know. But he said all this stuff about like, oh, we're gonna do all this on the stream. But like the people in the arena, we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna be playing you versus, marbles or something. You versus the f most physically fit ten-year-old in a push-up contest. Oh, there you go. That'd be fun. I like uh, I like push-up contests with ten-year-olds. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I can't, man. I think he's cutting out. I can't hear Willie. Um, he's not talking. So. But yeah, right. So. Dake gets injured, right, and then nobody really knows about that. Then we got my best rival comes out. He has a kid. He spends all his time coaching. He you know doesn't do Uregan. He doesn't do Koloff. We're talking about you know CP pretty definitively. Not, well, not just CP, but a lot of us were like, no, he's going down this year. Um, you know, prepare for the Olympic year to to maybe try to keep Burroughs off the team and try to qualify the spot. Um, and then he accepts the final expert, and then it's like, well, wait. He accepts the final expert, but now we're here and he's injured. And just all of this stuff over the course of the year. And then, you know, the subtext of Ringer is just hammering people, hammering people. And now, and then, you know, where's it going to be? When's it going to be? The whole thing about wrestling in Spain mm. and the, uh, the, the sport committee conference. And now it's finally going to happen. And it's just been such a crazy 10 months since Seriously. he won that world title. Has any, it's been a... Kyle Dixman is soap opera this year, and he hasn't wrestled a match. Yeah. yeah. Other than Spain, where he ran with the Bulls, maybe. Okay. So, Dake Daringer, going to be... Gonna no matter. Are some. you having some kind of competition with Spay um, in terms of previews? Uh, no, we didn't do an official one. Just it's, it's He seems to think it's pretty official, and wow. he's pretty mad about you for doing something with your article. Oh. So, what? They, Spay and, no, and Nomad you are... Did you do something to it before you published it? What'd you know? I don't know. What is he? What are you talking about here? What does he allege? Was it unlocked? What do you mean unlocked? Was it free? Free. Oh, I didn't. You're yeah. Rigging, you're rigging the election. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We're making the we're making the 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 dueling banjos pieces not free. I didn't I get that know. memo. Listen, That's just a, a little to, to question you about this. A little backdrop. Um. Spay and Nomad are page view rivals. Yes. I haven't it's, read a, a It is a this Spay generation's Burroughs and Dake. Okay. <laughs> it is Randy Lewis, Leroy Smith, Kenny Monday, Dave Schultz, yeah. Mason Paris, Conan Jennings. It is <laughs> a rivalry that you we can't get enough of. Okay. No love lost here. And so Nomad will do some things that are kind of tilt. I forget what you did in the early last part of the wrestling scene, but now. Spay is alleging that you made your article in front of the paywall so that you could get maximum page views. I did not realize his was not in front of the paywall. I forgot what else he did, though. I I'll tell you what he, he used did. to do. I'll tell you what he did. When, when, they, when they were doing the NCAA weight class rankings, that's, they were having a page view contest. And Nomad would always rebump his to the top later in the day so oh. that more eyeballs. As Donald Trump no. would say, that would make me smart. <laughs> and I kind of agree. But then again, you're, he's kind of going outside the process by doing that. So the Nomad bump, that is technically 
not that should go through uh, whoever's running the site. But you know what? I, I love the aggression. Here's the thing. Spay literally controls the site right now. He does. He could cheat in all sorts of ways. He, he also frequently makes the incorrect judgment of letting me go first. Yeah. Yeah, and y'all picked the weights for NCAA previews, who would do them, and I think uh, Spay played himself on that one yeah. big time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Kind of kind of seems like Nomad's just a little... I like default aggressive Nomad. That's what yeah. I like. I'm not going to try to, you know, I need to follow these set of rules. No. He's in it for the I page think, views, dog. I think what Nomad was doing that Spade didn't like with the NCAA stuff is he was, he was like, putting them out on his personal account before they ran on the site. Oh, God <laughs> forbid. that? I know. Yeah, I know, but I think that, that was... I think that's what it was. Well, tell him he needs to get more Twitter followers then. Whoa. Get your clout up. <laughs> Yeah, shots fired at Spay's cloud. Dang. You know, I haven't read a, a Spay article in eight months. Oh, wow. I'm not giving him those free page views. <laughs> you know what? Spay just said he's going to delete your article right now. Go All ahead. Show's going on. Spay is deleting your article. He is listening in real time. And he said, consider it gone. <laughs> wow. Your article's gone. Now you really played yourself. All right, so we'll, we'll give you a follow-up on this rivalry. It is, uh, it's, it's an intense one. Uh, Adam Fellers, our friend, has asked a few times, do we know who is officiating Saturday? Because I think that is important as well. I do not know. Um, That's a good, yeah. Great question. I don't know who the jury of If I had to either. guess, shot out of a cannon, I would say Sammy Julian, Zach Errett, Tim Pearson will be the, the three-man mechanic. That's a good three-piece right there. It's uh, very strong. And jury of appeal, I don't know. Maybe Danny Blackshear will be involved. Blackshear, I bet. Blackshear is one of the best in the country. Also, and he's Blackshear's from in Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. So is that a conflict of interest? Though. A conflict. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. Okay. Uh, Danny Blackshear is awesome. So let's hope. Uh, hope we don't talk about any officiating after this. That would be my hope. Spay says he's steaming mad right now. <laughs> Spay, if you're in here, you can come in here and yell at Nomad. That would be tremendous if yeah. he just barged it. Just, just, just like an angry, a angry gorilla man. Just come in here and start screaming. That's fine. He usually fine. listens from home and then comes in. But yeah, you don't want to get here too early. Yeah, that's the other thing. Spay, get your butt in here in the morning. Yeah. All right. Um, couple other things. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Russia announced um, how they're going to decide their last three spots that weren't like settled at nationals and, and whatnot. And basically what they're going to do is they're going to have the matches behind closed doors. No one is able to watch. No one is able to watch via live stream in the thing. It will just be coaches, refs, and the wrestlers. Now, another country, you may be... It doesn't send off any alarm bells, but so I go uh, multiple ways on this. On the one hand, the Russians have absolutely no issues whatsoever cheating in front of everyone for their nationals, for Olympic trials, or at the Olympics. So on the one hand, I say, okay, what do they care? They will do it. They they do not right mind face. putting people on the team and cheating and be like, ah, it happens, right? So. On the one hand. On the other hand, it's like, man, what are they cooking for this one? What could they possibly do, right? 
So that's one thing. The other thing is not only can no one watch unless you are wrestling or the coach, plus three kilo an allowance, which I think is absurd, insane. Visions of McKenna Zacker will wrestle off. I want that's never backfired before. That's never backfired. It definitely did for um, us once. They should make the weight and then wrestle, especially 57. I think they all should. But 57 kilograms, you're basically at the other weight now, 60. I'm also confused because the three – so I suppose we should say who's wrestling off. The three of the guys that have to wrestle off are the defending world champs. Zaragoev at 57, Zarbek Sitikov at 74, and Sajalayev at 97. Meanwhile, Chikayev beat Rashidov at Uregan and I think has maybe the last two wins over him too, but Rashidov just got the spot. They just Ch- say- Chikayev returning world medalist and has the last win, but Rashidov won Russian nationals, so... So and the, but and another thing with Russia, they're like, well, Chikayev has gone places and not won. He didn't win worlds. He didn't win Europe. Neither did Rashidov. Rashidov didn't win worlds either. He got bone bombed. He got bonded. He got bonded at a non Olympic weight, which you know they're great, but same time, I don't know. I'm so surprised that, they're like that's like, the weird Rashidov thing to is me. so proven. It's like, well, make him make him prove it against him. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think it's that. weird that there's not a 65 wrestle off, and then they're making. I mean, Sajalaya versus Batsiev, um, that guy's huge. Plus three very Plus much three? helps Batsiev. I don't understand why. I don't understand what. The, the shocking thing in all this is that they're even making Sajalaya wrestle off. Yep. And part of me thinks, part of me thinks that they were like, "Hey, Sajalaya, you have to wrestle off," and he was like, "No." And he was, and they were like, "Well, it'll be plus one kilo." And he's like, "No, plus three. And they, he there's was no like, "There's no way okay, he's cutting that much weight." Yeah, I don't, but I don't know why he would want Bitsayev to have that. He would not want that. that. I bet he doesn't weigh ninety-seven kilograms walking around. Maybe. It, Aren't you surprised is, that they're making him wrestle off at all? Yes, a little bit. Yes, I am. I was. He shocked. won worlds. He won Euros. I mean, they they've already said he's on the team. In, er, in 2016, they said he is on team. Yeah. Congratulations, great champion. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just the whole thing is extremely confusing to me. And 57, because there was that goofy match with uh, in the semis, so then Tayutrin got the spot over Gantatov, who won. So, I don't know. It's weird. The, the, R- Russia does weird stuff. This is a particularly weird year. Very weird. Now, you know, maybe it's so they can just make sure. They probably want Sidikov Aguyev and, and Sajalayev on the team. And this way... If there's anything not going well for them, like for Sajalai, they can just kind of, you know, make the make the subtle changes they need to for... Uh, just start him in a clinch or something. Just start him in, like, who knows? So I think it's crazy that they're, you know, everyone louds or many people loud the, the process for Russia. Can you imagine if they said, yeah, Dake Daringer, Yanni Zane re-wrestle. No one can watch live or in venue, but this is fine. It's totally... Normal behavior is a great way to pick your team. Brandon Paulson correctly pointed out that this is how they did uh, USA Gymnastics stuff. They just had, like, basically practice tryouts, and the coaches would just decide, okay, Simone looks the best, which actually they pick good teams, but lots of other issues with USA Gymnastics. Yeah. We can leave it at that. Yeah. And why would you not want transparency? And why would you not want – I mean, this is more of the 
for the a, a healthy sport, you can watch the best things that happen in it. I mean, yeah. you should be able to watch Russian nationals because it's good. Should be good for Russia that people watch your your product. It would be good for you guys for people to see how awesome you guys are at wrestling. Uh, <laughs> what if yeah, like what if the Saints, the Saints Vikings NFC Championship game or something like that? It's like no, this one's going to be blacked out. We want no press there. Yeah, and we'll it, let you know who's in the Super Bowl here. That's that's the thing. I'm like, so what are we just gonna find? Like, Tadia is gonna post on Instagram, whatever. Like, oh, Sitikoff won, <laughs> two straight. The score? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, who is to say? Who is to say what score? So yeah, not uh, not super surprising, but a little. I mean, it's a kind of a different process. That's the one thing about the Russian process. There isn't really a process. They just kind of decide things and do things. Uh, you gotta love them for it. Yeah, I, but getting, I guess getting back to Christian's point, I don't know that Russia wins because of their process of or not. in spite of their process. I think they just win because they're the best. Yeah, some other reasons, but, but mainly they're the best. Some intravenous reasons, but artificial mm-hmm. reasons. We all know about those. So that's Russia. In anything you want to discuss, Willie, before we go to questions from our friends? No, it's kind of. I mean, we're at where we're at. Cadets and juniors are over. I thought that. Um, thought that we had a decent summer at the developmental level. I mean, largely, largely the day two freestylers saved the summer, kind of, in my opinion. Um, but now we, now we're in. Uh, Pretty much all aboard the the senior world train, right? Gotcha. From now from now until from now until the end of the summer. So exciting stuff there! Can't wait for worlds. Let's get to questions from our friends. Let's do it. Um, this is just a funny comment from Little Jerry Seinfeld, right in the vein of uh, of uh, Russian nationals. <laughs> Russian final wrestle-offs remind me of my wedding to Kate Hudson. I was three kilos over and there were no witnesses. <laughs> that, that is funny, Jerry. Strong. Gold star for you. Uh, okay. 2020 Olympic trials at 74 is loaded, says Cooper Wills. As many as five world champions, age level included in one weight. Can you guys remember a trial weight having so many proven freestyle wrestlers at once? Hmm. Not really. I don't know about. I mean, no. world champs. Not that many. No, but um, fifty-seven kilograms is gonna be. I don't know if it approaches that, but it's gonna come close. It's gonna. It's gonna be loaded of, as well as in terms in, of star in power. Terms of, in, yeah, in terms of medals. I mean, at world level, uh, uh, uh junior level. Even it's senior cool. level, Gilman got a bronze, silver. So is 57, going down? Fifty-seven is pretty, uh, pretty. I would assume so. Who what? I mean, Cologne's yeah. got a world bronze if he goes down. He's going down. Nashawn, Spencer Dayton, Nikki. Oh man, Nashawn. Are you U.S. of A? Gilman. I hope so. <laughs> he better not. Nashawn at fifty-seven. That's, That's scary. I think I think 57 is going to be. We'll see what Dayton does at Worlds. Maybe he 
if he, if he wins or medals, that'll make things very, very interesting. And I, I think he's got a great shot at doing either. But, I mean, think it reminds me a little bit of 65. Just so many names, so many dudes. Like, you don't know if they're the world champion necessarily, like the 74-kilogram winner, but it's like... Frank and Logan and Brent and Zane and James Green and Reese, Pico, yeah. Jason Ness, Reese Humphrey. J-O. That was just like, yeah, J.O. Holy cow. That weight is so stupid. I think 57 may be like that. You're like, there are so many talented dudes here. It's it's going to be wild. Um, so, yeah, 74, I mean, with Dake and Burroughs in it, just right there is, is really absurd. But then when you throw in. You know, where's Makai fit? Is Chinzo throw his hat in the ring? Alex Daring, well, he's not going down. Scratch that. Makai Lewis, et cetera. <laughs> it's going to be really, really, really good. But, you know, with, with Carr, I think no one no one views him as a threat 2020, right? Um, he, he's not going to be ready for the Burroughs level guy. So I think in some ways 57 maybe even, maybe not as credentialed, that high-level senior impact, but it's going to have a lot of dudes. Um. Next question. Which true freshman comes in and makes impact? 2019 Gabriel or 2018 Lee Yanni? I don't know if we have one of those. I mean... Not I mean, not every year is going to have one. I mean, I don't know about Champ, but Alirez mm-hmm. is probably the one that has, you know, expressed he wants to go right away and that I think could have an impact. Um, JoJo has said he wants to go right away. I think... I think uh, I definitely don't think JoJo could win right away, but I think he can do damage and be very dangerous. And then beyond that, it's kind of going to be a lot of red shirts. Yeah, Julian Klebov um, could be the guy. Carter Storaki, if if Mark red shirts, which a lot of people seem to think he is, will know probably we'll probably know by Big Tens if Mark Hall's red shirting or not for sure. <laughs> That's when we're going to know. But till then, maybe we see Carter Storaki. Which you know, true. If they, if they deem him ready to go, then that that is telling, right? That that Penn State uses them. Uh, I feel like it's gonna redshirt Decatur, Aragona, yeah. Kirkley, Schultz, retro, 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 retro. So yeah, Alirez I guess is the guy. Klebov I think is gonna go. Aragona is gonna go. So those are the big three. I'd be surprised if any of them had a a Gable Yanni Lee type <clears> of year, even though. Lyris is a mega talent at a weight that we said is going to be young anyways. So, who knows? Um, but I feel like I feel like I've said this before, and maybe it was wrong, but would like to see more folk style stuff from Lyris. I have no idea what he's got on no, that. That's, yeah, that's that's very fair. The most of the stuff we've seen at him is is freestyle. So, that yeah, that's a big question mark. I mean, it was the same question we have with like RBY, you know. Yeah, we hadn't seen a whole lot of folks out of RBY. He ended up being fine. And then he pinned Tim Rooney, and then we <laughs> knew. That's when we knew. When we're sure about Roman, he uh, he threw on that half on mm-hmm. Rooney. That's when we knew we got a problem. Okay, good <laughs> question there. Uh, where to next? What is the best style of facial hair? I want to kick this to Willie. What is the best style of facial hair? It wants to know uh, Brock Desert. <laughs> Not a goatee. Not a goatee. I I agree. You guys taking shots of spare right now because it's not a goatee. Oh yeah, what's he call it? A Van Dyke or something? <laughs> I don't. A Van. Yeah, he's gonna he's yell like, at me here. What? Like, it's not a goatee. Are, it's 
Paul Bufano beard? Is it a? Is it a? <laughs> he doesn't have a Van Dyke. Or? He doesn't have a Van Dyke. He's a lunatic. Shave it if you want it to be a Van Dyke, you maniac. A Van Dyke, you would like shave right here. You have like the chin hair here and a mustache, but it wouldn't connect. And the mu- the mustache kind of curls up. Sounds like and then a the beard kind of points dork. down. Yeah. I think the I think one, goatee follows a number of things, including what he currently has. So he actually does have a goatee right now. Yeah. Wow. This has not been a good morning for Spay. Goatee, not the best mm-hmm. look. Although Spay kind of pulls it off. Spay pulls it off. Um, if you have a good mustache, like a a, a Joel Greenlee mustache, mm. that's awesome. It's powerful. But I, I mean, for the most part, I would just say a good beard. Good beard. Yep. Solid beard. I don't Mutton want chops. some. I don't want some thing where, you know, you're on Shark Tank and you're advertising some beard oil thing. That's too long. I just like a nice, neatly trimmed beard. Yeah. I like mutton chops. <laughs> you would. You would go mutton chops. So I, can't, I can't grow mutton chops, so. Right. So you grow a somewhat. I'm envious of people who can. Not with that attitude, you can't. Um, <laughs> which wrestler of all time most embodies Iowa wrestling? Probably Tom Brands, right? Tom Brands would probably be up there. Both Brands. Right? I think. Or, yeah. I think maybe Terry. <laughs> Stubborn. Just so. <laughs> when you think relentlessness. Stubborn. See, I think insane pace. The way they broke people was. I think we think our wrestling's like just wilting, wilting another human. Like who wilts people? It's like so much harder. To, I think. Because training is just better. It's just it's hard to get someone that dang tired. Um, so I yeah I think it has to be one of the brands. Best combination of super relentless and they had major success at all levels. At very high level. Mm-hmm. And literally they're winning the world world championships, Together. breaking breaking yeah. people. Like, all right, it's man. I'm not gonna say one though. I'm gonna say Coach Brands <laughs> is the most Fair. plural. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. Who else is in there? You know, Royce Alger's very Iowa style. Yeah. I also I think the guy we were just we just kind of hit up Metcalf a little bit. Metcalf's very was the way Metcalf, he wrestled yeah. and he was so relentless and he was in your face and he kind of straddled that line of being a little too physical mm-hmm. sometimes. He did. I also would like to make uh, an addendum to a question we had last week, which is the all-time <laughs> team using current weights i said Stephen abbas and then somebody was like nah that should be terry brands and i said yes you were right for some reason i thought terry brands was higher than 57 kilos. are we gonna go brands brands back to back for our possibly holy cow brands, brands I went Oli- john smith i went olympic weights so that i didn't have a 61 but yeah i think terry so sean bunch is out has to be 57 okay uh all right good point we should check that out that would be a, that would be a great that would be a great one. Yeah, Kyle Dake's doctor wanted to know if Michigan mass red shirts like Cornell. I don't know. The Eagle Freedom has questions. He should have just asked. Hopefully you have answers. What are the pros and cons of repechage versus double elimination tournament? Any idea if UW would switch to double elimination? The pros of repechage are time and you get more bronzes, which if you want more bronzes, that that's the way to go. Also, people just dip for consolation rounds. That's part of it. And like the viewership, well, have... both in arena and like, it just drops. 
once you get past you could have championship rounds double brunt you could have double brunts with true double elimination you just don't wrestle the final match that's all they're doing yeah mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i mean the 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 reason is time that's why it's not double elimination yeah there I mean, it is you have you have you know look at junior world's brackets right there's th- four repishage matches per weight so like 20 per day as opposed to 20 in an entire weight cuts off a whole Mm -hmm. several hours yeah it do brock desert can we get a van and or pickle update the pickle culprit has not been found and bracky you don't know this yesterday someone (sighs) put do you hear about this yeah someone put an entire listen willie some savage we have mm. animals put a what looked to be a full cup of coffee, disposable like so, in the toilet. Yes. In the men's room. Yes. There's an image. David Bray has an image of this. We have we have proof. And I said, and and I'm getting stonewalled here. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. They won't give me the tapes. If you give me the tapes, I can crack both cases wide open. But for some reason, they don't want to turn over that access to me, which begs the question. Is Manny in on it? Is Manny in on it? Manny's the nicest guy in flow sports at all times. You don't put that. You don't say that about Manny. I'm not saying oh, it. Manny? I'm just saying turn over the footage. He's jamming us up right Why now. Why are you jamming me up? Do I need to come in here with a warrant? I'll get a warrant. <laughs> I need to know. Well, cannot. here's my thing. Here's where my head goes. I want to know who has the biggest beef with Jerry because Jerry is oh, the one that has to handle this. That person That person needs beat down because they're putting that evil on Jerry. Who is also like Don't the mess with Jerry. Yeah. In Jerry's the sweetest guy. He is the best. He's the best employee we have ever had. And someone is jamming him up. And we, we know he's good with a pistol. Jerry is why why won't Manny turn over the tapes? Listen, it's somebody I'll tell you why. Hey, do you want to know actually why? It's it's really funny why he Willie, you wanna know why? Because Uh our dear beloved Nick Velikat. Um Yes, so what? Well listen. Listen. So uh, I won't say I won't use the name of the other person, but someone's standing desk was missing. And he was like what, Willie? <laughs> Shut up! What's I didn't say his name for a reason. What's wrong with Travis Miller? Okay, Willie's an idiot. Um, so he's like, I can't find my standing desk. He's like, give me the. Um, can I find my? No man? one. He sent out an email to the office. No one returned it. So he went to Manny. He was like, can I get the security footage to figure out who took my desk? Manny's like, sure. So then Travis sends uh, an all of us email to the office with video of Nick taking his desk. <laughs> Right. And, and and they were like they were like, Why did you do that? You shouldn't have given that to him. It started all a whole thing. Yeah, because then Nick and Travis got in a fight because Nick claimed that it was his desk that Travis stole from him to start with. It was a reattack from Nick Velikat. Yeah. Okay, so theoretic I mean, the way it went, don't give somebody the tape because then they'll start there'll be a beef or something, yeah. right? And since okay, then ne- since then there are no more all of us emails. We cannot send all of us emails anymore. That's true. That was the last all of us email However, I got. No of, one has any, stolen anything, and it was so, it was widely so regarded there, as the greatest all of us email ever sent in Flow history. And now we don't even get those anymore. Yeah. Right, but why? Okay, so if but somebody has to look at the tapes, who's going to look at the tapes? 
No one's looking at the tapes. No one's giving me access to the tapes. No one's saying, who walked in the restroom with a burger? Who walked in the restroom with a cup of coffee? And it had a wooden stirrer stick in there. So you know we have cameras of the people that are going in there. You'll be able to see what's in their hands. But for some reason, they don't want to give them up. Do you think they just dropped it? Did they think but it, it was? But it was in such a way it that it looked like it was placed. Listen, I, I'm going to say this. Whoever it is should be should be terminated. They have no because you got no common sense. Who knows what else you'll do if you think if you think a a cup would go down. <laughs> These cups are sturdy. They're not going to go down like your you know what. <laughs> so one, it's either one you got no common sense, you either got no common sense, or two you're wicked. You're a wicked individual who's jamming up the toilets for the best among us, Jerry. People, yeah, it's, somebody's people, doing it on purpose. People After who the listen to this show probably think we work with the biggest scumbags. Yeah. Well, at least it, one it, of them is. I know. At least one male is. We don't know who. And if I knew who, I'd be mad at that person. We'd escort him off the premises. Wes. Yes, we personally would probably get in trouble for the show. Fortunately, no one that works here listens to the show Never. other than our friends. They have no <laughs> idea what we're saying. We got Caleb and Owen. We've got Spay, David Bray, and that may be it, even of flow wrestling it. people. I don't like, bait her to we? So no one's going to know. Why would we get in trouble? Is it a state secret that somebody drops a, a, a pickle? Somebody eating <laughs> I mean, well, no, I just said I would no like this, yeah, I just said that I don't want this person not to work <laughs> he here said anymore. He, should, he said they should be fired. <laughs> right. It's probably HR violation. Yeah. It probably definitely is. We're getting some demerits for sure. Yeah. Well, why did I get in trouble for Tra – why is it Travis Miller's name? I don't know. You just – this probably better not. He probably doesn't want his name yeah. out there. Nick Velikett doesn't probably care at all. Travis Nick, is all right. Nick would be so pumped that, uh, that we brought him up. <laughs> okay, so that's the – oh, van update. Okay, so maybe Willie's gonna yell at me or be mad at me. Oh Lord! But Whoa. but it was just the alternator. Yeah. Okay. Between the tow and the alternator fix, four hundred seventy-four bucks. I say that's not bad. Keep it moving. Wait a second. You're soft. <laughs> Pony up. Get a new one. I don't think it's soft to uh, oh. continue driving a working vehicle. It hasn't broken down. It could be dangerous, though. Could be dangerous. Every car could be dangerous. It hasn't. Fair it, point. It hasn't done this. <laughs> okay. It hasn't done this in a long time. Now, what it does do is every now and again, the tire will explode and look like it was attacked by a prehistoric uh, animal. That happens sometimes. Listen, you need to. You need to get her a vehicle. Your wife is driving just, this death trap with your kids in it. She's a sweet I made a lady. suggestion. She's a freaking elementary school teacher that she teaches music. She's 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 the one most wonderful woman in the world. And you're she's driving a 87 caravan that has exploding tires. <laughs> Do we have to start a GoFundMe? Is that what you're resorting to? When Are I you go holding out <laughs> I I specifically ask for the non-exploding tires when when we buy our tires. So I don't Are know what to do. Such a goof that you're you're holding out. You're such a cheapo that you're holding out. I'm not cheap. So, so your wife's your wife's call. No, Guys, I'm, well, I'm not. Is cheap. Christian Paul's not one of the cheapest humans ever? No, you. He are is cheap. one of the cheapest humans ever. He is. Mm -mm. I once sat down. Mm -hmm. I once sat down with him at a blackjack table. He won seven dollars and was like, "I'm good. I'm out." No, I won fifty and I was out.
I don't even know how to play blackjack. I sat down. I won fifty dollars in like four minutes. You're I was cheap. like, "Come on, you're cheap." Um, no, I'm. I will spend on on the right things. Such as uh, how about how about um, a, a vehicle food. that doesn't keep your wife feel pretty important? Yeah. I we are very Chris we are a very charitable family. We we give a, a, a wife's lot. car gets crowdfunded. No, I don't want to. You're waiting on a voucher, aren't you? Huh? I'm not waiting on a voucher. No, um, I don't know. I, I made a suggestion. I was like, okay, because here's the thing. Here's You know, I know where I'm at. You want to really get the car facts? You want to know the situation, yeah. what I'm kind of thinking? Yep. All right. So what I don't want to do is basically do what we did a couple years ago and get basically another version of a Dodge, a used thing. We don't know, but it's what we can kind of afford right then. Right, but Katie wants something where she can transport the kids and their friends around. So I'm like, okay, well, 98% of the days you don't transport Caleb and Natalie's friends. So why don't we just get you another sedan like I have, a used Toyota Corolla 2015, just just fine. And you would take that almost every day. But in the event that you have a friend situation, then you take the van. I thought that was a great idea because I don't want to get her another version of the 2006 Dodge Caravan. She didn't like that idea. She's like, no. It's actually pretty reasonable. It's a great idea. It's a good okay. idea. That that idea was hit right back into my face. So I said, you know what? <laughs> mm -hmm. Fine. I, I would look, I would I would get a, a cheaper sedan and she could drive the Corolla for all I care. That thing that thing's great. No issues whatsoever. I know I do not care. I'm not a car guy. But that was that's the situation. That's where we are right now. She says it runs like a dream. What do I do? You know, you consider biking to work. Me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> would, no, I have not. Uh, I'm not going to add to the annoying biker population of Austin, oh, Texas. Yeah. There are plenty of those. Geez, there's another HR violation because half the people who work here take a. Bike. They got really mad at Nomad uh, one time when you said something about bikes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, I did that for <laughs> their sake. We have a website called FlowBikes.com. I don't There's, even know how they found look, out about it. Yeah, great question. What's his name? Ian, right? Yeah. Ian, buddy, I support you. You're, you're riding a bike to work for, for your own health, for, for the world's health. However, I find it extremely dangerous for people on bikes to be, uh, which, you know, top out at, you know, you bet you're going 10 to 20 miles, right? Depending on, you know, what, what, what hills you're on in Austin, Texas. Uh, next to two and three ton death traps that have metal casings around them to protect the humans inside. Uh, that, Designed that, to kill bikes. That have, you know, motors on them. They do have motors. Here's my, here's my very simple line. Things that can go on the road have motors. Mm -hmm. Everything else, get the hell off the road! Boom! <laughs> here's okay. another thing that I don't get. I, I, what are you trying to prove? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? When you ride your bike to work, first of all, we're in Austin. It's, you wake up in the morning and it's 105. It's been degrees. over 100 every day for like three weeks. No, I'm fine with that. These guys ride their bike for 12 miles. They come into the office. They look like they just got out of a sauna. Half of them wear wetsuits that look like they're, they just were surfing. And they're all sweaty. We what? didn't have a now shower come here to, like we did at old age. Now you're going to come to the office and now you're going to work and shake hands with people and just... Well, they, they they roll up, they drop their bike off, and then they usually just go shower next door at the, APB. At the gym. Yeah. Um, no, I'm fine with them going to work. I just don't want them on the road for their safety and my own peace of mind. That's where I'm at. The the, the if, if if 
somehow we completely restructure the roads of America where there can be, you know, the road where the cars and, and the trucks uh, go. And then, you know, this little lane that's all bikes, right, that's separated. And, and then, you know, a third thing over here for pedestrians, that'd be great. But until that happens, please get off the road, bikes. Please. You can bike yeah, to work. I support that. Plus. I would even like to bike to work sometimes, in fact. But I tell mean? you, you would never see me on the road. You ain't going to catch him on a bike. He might trail it. And if I was on the road, it would be for a very minimal period of time to cross it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. With no cars in sight. Got him going on, on bikes again. Hey, I, I feel good about this. Um, it's 925. Guys, it's really happening. Take Saturday, at long last, for one day, or is at least for one hour, the it's center of the wrestling universe will be Austin, Texas. That is true. It is the center of the wrestling universe. It's the capital of Texas. It's the capital of America. It's the capital of wrestling. Wrestling City, USA, Round Rock, Texas. Hey, we, we got any... Russia cares. Iran cares. India cares. Azerbaijan cares. What is happening in Round Rock High oh, School? Oh, yeah, they all definitely care because it's going to be... Care. They are scared. They do not want to see either of these guys. You do not want to see these guys in Nurseltown. But guess what? One of them's coming. So you better start practicing. Practice your defense, your offense, your special teams. Because we're coming. Dake Ringer, Saturday, 1 o'clock. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys.